Hey, good morning or good evening. Whenever you're listening, welcome to the Hope Explained Podcast, where we talk about the sermon that was taught on Sunday, maybe something that was forgotten, left unsaid, or cut for time. I'm joined on my opposite side here by one of our teaching pastors, Pastor JC. Thank you for being on with us It's today. good to be here again, JC. Yeah. We always have a good time. Man. Yes, we do. <laughs> I know. It, it feels like we always start recording too late. We do. Yes, yeah. If they could get everything when, as soon as we walk in here, just I know. get the whole conversation. <laughs> but, well, let's see if we can get the rest. Absolutely. Um, so... Uh, if you haven't been with us, we have been in the ultimate comeback. In week one, series. Uh, we've got uh, Pastor Rick Ta on the thief on the cross and his comeback. Pastor two, we had Pastor Russ uh, teach on Joseph. And then week three, we had Pastor Ruck teach on Samson, right? Pastor Rick, you did the same thing I did on Sunday. I called, I called him Pastor Ruck. It, you just called him Pastor. It was an homage. Oh, well. <laughs> Yeah. So we're saying this now. Yes. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna start doing it too. Then. I started. I started messing it up on Sunday. I called him Pastor Ruck. Yeah. Okay. Then that's what it is. But yeah, now we had <laughs> Pastor Rick teach on okay. Samson, <laughs> and then a couple, uh, a, a handful of days ago, uh, we had Pastor JC teach on. Peter. Uh, the Peter. That's right. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what I what I taught. I, him. I was pretending right. like I was queuing you up, but I I, I blanked for a <laughs> you second too. We yeah. both blanked. Yeah. What did we talk about? <laughs> yeah. So no, we talked about Peter, and I uh, I think a really great jumping off point would be for review. Uh, let's talk about the uh, you focused on restoration. Absolutely. And yep. and that's kind of the theme of Peter's comeback mm-hmm. because he denied Christ three times. Yeah. And and then. And then Christ had him reaffirm his love mm-hmm. three times. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that you draw out of the draw out of that was the idea that the result of restoration is an outward focused mind, yeah. not an inward one. Do you yes. want to talk about that? Yeah, you know, I think that's probably one of the most important aspects of it. I know that anybody in our church congregation, anybody who's listening to this, who's been through some kind of restoration or some kind of a comeback. Um, and I think I mentioned that on, on Sunday, what got us in trouble every single time. And I think about my own life is the fact that I was 100% focused on myself, right? Mm -hmm. I can go back through my teens, my twenties, maybe my early thirties when I was still trying to figure it out. And every time I got in trouble, it started with the selfish need. I need to, you know, it's all about me. It's all about me. Mm -hmm. I can think about, you know, ex marriage, right? You know, former marriage, anytime, you know, we got in fights or arguments where I got myself, it was always because I was putting myself first, right? And so I think one of the most important aspects of restoration and how we know that we are moving from selfishness, which got us into trouble, is to really turn our minds and hearts and our actions, right, outwards mm-hmm. to other people. And I, I think it starts in the mind, right? But if if someone says that they're restored or someone is seeking restoration and they just say, I'm sorry, and they continue to do this. I mean, we know this, right? If they continue sure. to do the same thing over and over again, that's not restoration. That's not even sorry. It's not even sorry. That's right. exactly it. So, and that brings up a good point too, Jason. Maybe, you know, um, you know, the act of apology really is kind of the act of, of restoration. And it's, it's, it, and it might be small based on like, like, let's say I say, you know, I do something to you or I, mm. I push you in the parking lot or something. So I come up to you and I have to be restored to you. But if I go do it again, right, there's no restoration. There was no apology, right? So maybe apology and restoration kind of go hand in hand, right? Mm. It's, it's not just saying, I'm sorry. It's not just apologizing. It's now I'm changing. And now it's a mindset that's not about me. It's about other people. Mm. And, you know, because one of the things that you drew, drew it to was, uh, uh, Peter and some of the other disciples were mm-hmm. very self-ambitious. Very much so. And and the interesting thing about self-ambition is mm. there's a version of it that's that's very easy to identify, uh, very easy to identify with within yourself. Sometimes you're like, oh, okay, that, that that was for me. Mm-hmm. But one of the tricky things about it 
such as with the disciples, mm. is there's a version of it where you can legitimately tell yourself, oh, I want to get into this position mm-hmm. for the sake of, of the kingdom mm-hmm. or the sake of somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know I've fallen into that. Same. Absolutely. <laughs> like, uh, like wanting to reach a certain station or do a certain thing within the church. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'd like to do that. Uh, so I can so do I can it help, right. Help more people. Right. Yeah, yeah. I want to add value to more people. Exactly. Yeah, right. And so, yeah, that, that and, part of it really. And I think, you know, the three of us here in this room, we all have a platform, mm-hmm. right? And so I think that's the thing, especially for ministers. And I'll tell you, this really hit home with me because in, in my own life, um, um, look, I'm going to tell you a personal story. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know if I'm getting this off track. If not, then you, you just get you know, back on track. There have been... Um, Somebody asked me uh, one time, why after you come off the platform do you just kind of take off or go to the office or you don't? And one thing I've never shared, but I'm going to share it publicly right now, mm. is years ago, back in my 20s, when I'd come off the platform, I would potentially, I, I would put myself in a position where I could be standing where a lot of people could walk by me and say, hey, great job, great solo today, like when I was in the choir, mm. or if you taught, great message or whatever, and it became about me. Mm. And I remember at one point I said, I got to stop doing this, right? Like, I, I realized, and so now I've probably gone all the way <laughs> overboard where I come off the platform and I go straight home, right? right. Um, and so that might be going uh, you know, the opposite, but it goes back to this idea that that ministry and I think for us or anybody out there who's got a public platform if we're not careful it becomes all about us and that's the danger of any time we step on the platform is it about me or is it really about I'm trying to add value to the people in front of me that's that is that is something I think the older I get hopefully I'm getting that a little bit more but that's such a dangerous place to be but even for business people even for teachers you know this is the biggest lesson I'm learning in life right now in my own study of leadership my own work around leadership is that truly if you want success in life, and I'm talking monetary success, whatever it is, business success, you know, impact, it really is a mindset that says it can't be about me, it's about other people, right? right? Some of the most successful people I listen to, when you get down to the heart of what they do, why, why they do what they do, it's they're creating a product because they want to impact the world in a better way, or this service, or whatever it is they have to offer. I'm finding, you know, you know Jason, that this really, and I, I'm not talking to us in this room here, but I'm talking to the people who are listening, it really is the key to success in life. And I don't just mean monetary, just ful- fulfillment. It's how do I make my life and my gifts and everything I have, how do I use all of that for other people? But like you said, how do I really do it for other people? Right. Not just say it, right? But mm-hmm. at the heart of my motives, is it really about other people? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, something else that you said that that really jumped out to me because I think it echoed something from last week really well, or maybe a few weeks ago, was you said, Peter is completely overwhelmed by his sin, uh, self-discovery of his own weakness, and yeah. quits the apostolic team and goes back to the work only he feels only he could do. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing for me there was, I think uh, it was two weeks ago on the podcast that that Pastor Rick talked about the idea that the easiest thing to do when you have a big screw-up is just go, okay, well wasn't cut for this Mm. or or just give up that's so good and specifically in the context of peter i mean three public denials of christ in front of christ i don't i don't think it gets much bigger than that in retrospect no but the fact of the matter is is that peter still turned it around yes jesus provided the opportunity but he he took that opportunity as well he did and the natural contrast there for me is Judas mm, right? Mm, wow, that's really good. 
That's really good. And I think you've yeah. got the two very clear forks in the road there. Which brings up another, as you were just mentioning this, I, I'm thinking in my mind, it's almost like sabotage, right? A lot of successful people do this. We just talked before the podcast, we're not going to get into this, mm-hmm. but some of the successful people we've heard about in the news recently that have taken some hits. And mm-hmm. some of them you look at and you're like, man, you have, like, you could be this level as a politician or businessman or whatever it is, mm-hmm. but because of that inner struggle, whatever it is, we self-sabotage. And it's like Peter... I mean, he was right there at the right hand of Jesus. He was the inner sanctum and found himself back fishing, right? Uh, But then I love that aspect of even with that self-sabotage, going back to fishing, right? He worked his way out of that. But Judas, as you're saying, the opposite was true, where he went to total destruction to Mm -hmm. the point of of taking his own life, yeah. right? And so there is, and I think that's the personal responsibility. That's a great point, Jason. That's a, there's that aspect, maybe there's that moment where a lot of us, and, and man, if we turn these mics off, we could talk some stories about, you know, people I know, people maybe that you know as well. There's that one moment right there where maybe you reach the bottom and you could still go even further. Yeah. But the the switch for Peter, and maybe it's, you know, God's grace in his life, he was a, able to sit there at the breakfast. Something about him and his, his, his ambition that probably worked in a great way was, I got to get back to that table, mm-hmm. right? And so he was able to sit there and, you know, you know, Yes, I love you. you. You know, Lord, you know I love you. He said that three times. Whereas Judas again went straight down, and uh, I mean that's such a sad story. You know what happened to him. But there's that moment, obviously, for both of them. And I'd love to know what that was to sit right. and talk to either one of them. Say, what was that about you, Judas, that made you go straight to the tree or, or whatever it was? You know where he hung himself, and what was it about you, Peter, that made you go back to fishing? But find your way back to the table where you could find that restoration. Yeah. What do you think that's about? I'm, I'm going to ask you. What do you think that's about? Well, I think that's a great point you brought up. I wasn't even thinking about that. That's a great point. It, I mean, you could just sit and meditate on on it for a while, but I think there's just, I think there's just something there, an ethereal part of of human resilience. I think uh, Mm, human resilience. Well, I mean, right here at the top, you were talking about, you know, people love a comeback story, absolutely, and not just because we innately like the idea of an underdog but because it speaks to a part of the human spirit that won't quit yes yes and so for me i think that it's that on steroids absolutely where i mean it's the truest rock bottom both peter Mm -hmm. and judas truest rock bottom yes but peter said "Mm, i can always get back up that's right that is so good you know a few years ago, we did a man night here, and we had Pastor Russ as our guest speakers. We wanted to talk about his 30-something years. It was before COVID happened, and so we were able to have all these men in the room. We wanted to talk about his 30-something years as a senior pastor. And I remember asking him, you know, in this whole process of building a church, did you ever experience failure? And I'll never forget his answer. It has stuck with me. He said, you know, he said, you know what, JC, there's no such thing as failure. Failure is, the only failure that there is is when a person quits, mm-hmm. right? And they just say, I'm out. And that's what Judas did. For some, some reason, something in there in his psyche or whatever, he wasn't able to keep going. But Peter, and maybe that's that ambition again, right? You may, yeah. Maybe that's the positive side of Peter's ambition, was that even at the lowest form, he said, I still got to get up and do this. I still got to get back to that table and still got to seek re- you know, restoration. So maybe that's a great message for our listeners today is that, you know, uh, there's that moment, right? But that's I think that's up to you as, as the listener, right? That's up to you as a person. Am I going to be the person that goes all the way to the tree, or am I going to be the person that finds my way back to the table? Yeah. Right? Well, that's a message right there. <laughs> yeah, From it the is. tree to the table. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like that. <laughs> and we need to write another whole message on this. That's good. That was a great point, man. <laughs> I never thought about that. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to go back and preach this Sunday again. I, 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 I forgot something. I forgot something. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, now the uh, that's great. Hmm. But uh, and then the, the the last thing that I wanted to focus on was was you said it's it, you know we're talking about these true rock bottoms, mm-hmm. and I mean not even rock bottoms with humans. I mean, yes, human to human, but human to God. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about this rock bottom of faith. I mean, wow. And we look at that and we go, well, we would never do that. Right. I would never deny Christ. Mm -hmm. But you made a really great point, which is we deny Christ every time we mess up. Every single time. And it was funny because, you know, I have the benefit of looking directly at your Mm -hmm. notes. (laughs) And you said, now it would be easy to judge Peter. He was Mm -hmm. selfish. He lacked humility. His ambition was for himself, not for the cause of Christ. Mm -hmm. And it's funny how things sound different when you say them versus mm-hmm. when you read them. Because mm-hmm. when you said that, you're like, man, that guy t- sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. But when I stopped and read, i like, well, that sounds pretty, that sounds a lot like me. <laughs> I, I've done that. <laughs> I've done that a few times. <laughs> That's right. But yes. it's, it's true. Yes. I mean, yeah. nobody's ever that far removed from None of exactly where he was. And it may look differently, right? right. You know, for us as, as pastors in a church, you know, it may be, you know, people may see it more. It may be bigger because our platforms are bigger, but it could be a dad at home or a mom at home, right? Who is, you know, talking in a way, and I've done this, right? This, this, this thing, you know, talking in a way that we shouldn't to our kids. We're getting impatient, whatever. Those, those, even those small things that maybe the world doesn't see, that's still denying Christ. It's not just the big things. It's every time I do something that goes against the heart of God, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that really spoke to me last week that I thought, man, that's me. That's every day I do something to deny Christ, which means every day I'm in need of some kind of restoration. It may not look like some big, long, drawn-out six-months public restoration or something, sure. but it could just be between God and I. You know, I need to be restored to you. Hey, and I said this in first service. I didn't say it in second service. Last week, I need some. I needed some information on my job. Right, there's some things going on, and and I, I'm pretty much a head down, kind of keep to my own work. But I needed some information. I found myself gossiping, you know, Jason. And I remember afterwards, I got the information I needed. I felt I felt vindicated in the information, <laughs> but I felt horrible. Yeah. Right. Because I knew that in that conversation, I wasn't adding value to that person. I was taking. Right. It was all about me in that moment versus you know, being all about that other person. In that moment right there, I was denying Christ, right? I wasn't being true to my profession of Christianity. So, you know, we all do it, you know, every single day. So it's a, it's it's why we need this. I love this message series. I love the one before it. I love this one. It's why we all need to come back. It just might be smaller for some of us than it is for, for other people. Yeah. You know? Well, and... Well, you know what's funny is is the idea that... that when we're when we're restored, we're able to help other people with their restoration. Yes. And the reason I say that is because you said you were talking about, uh, you know, you you gossiped, and and you had the self honesty and the self, um, what's the word, self uh, uh, awareness see, or what? Yes, you. yes. You had the self awareness to be honest with yourself and address mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we lack that. Mm-hmm. And I remember this time where I was in high school. And I don't remember what I was doing. I might have been gossiping. I was also a, a slouch in high school. It could have been a number of things. And my my physics professor uh, walked up to me, and I was in a public school, um, and I didn't really know this part of him. And he walked up to me, pulled me aside, and he's all, he goes, he goes, hey, I heard I, I've heard you talk about attending Bible study before. Mm. <laughs> and I go, wow. yeah. And he goes. Is this in line with that? Wow. Yeah. It and is something. It, it is. Wow. And um, and I mean, I already respected him, but mm-hmm. it ballooned after that. Absolutely. And, and it was that moment where 
I mean, is there any telling how long I would have continued in that behavior? Right. You know, right. and it's that moment where he was able to rip that bandaid off for That's me in a amazing. way. That's amazing. And, and so, you weren't doing anything, but you weren't hurting the world. No. You weren't right. It wasn't some major scandal. But he recognized that even this right here yeah. is this in line with what Jesus Christ would do, right? And that's what I'm saying. All of us, every single day, I wish I had someone like that to come up to me. In that moment when I was out there in the courtyard and I was having that conversation, I wish somebody would have walked up to me and said, that, hey, is this in line with with your profession of Christianity? I'm like, oh, man, no, it's not. It's not even in line with my personal values, right? right. And so I shouldn't have done it. It's so good if we have somebody else can do that, if we can do it ourselves. But I think, uh, I don't know, maybe the point that that you're making, which is a good point, is at least we find that, right? And we're able right. to see at the very end, okay, even that right there was a denial of Christ. It wasn't standing in the courtyard saying, I deny Christ, but that action exactly. was denying Christ. Yeah. 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 Uh, was there anything else that you wanted to, uh, to talk about? I think the biggest that? one that I, and, and I think I wrapped it up on, on Sunday by just saying at the heart of all of this is just humility. And I, that's my prayer for myself mm-hmm. every single day. And and I didn't say this from the platform, but but not the kind of humility where, and I've seen people do this before. They use that word because they want to make you small, right? You right. need to be more humble. Yeah. And what they really mean is you need to submit to me, right? It's yep. that it's a it's a toxic form of humility. Um, it's, it's humility. It's that self-awareness, right? And so I just, I pray that for myself every single day. You know, God, give me the self-awareness, right, to see. It's almost like that uh, that prayer from AA or whatever, you know, uh, grant me the wisdom. I'm asking, grant me self-awareness every day so I can see the things I'm doing wrong. But I think that's my prayer for all of us as Christians, that we would have that self-awareness so when we make those mistakes, we realize, I need some restoration. I need to come back right now. It might be a real small one, but I need I, I need to come back, uh, you know, right now. And then to do the things we need to do, whether it's to apologize. And I had to do it just this afternoon, conversation with my own wife and, We'd had a conversation the other night, and I, I went a little too hard in the pain on it, right? Mm-hmm. I, I had a stance, and I wanted to take it, and I had to apologize and say, man, I, I went too hard on that one. And so I think if we can do that on a daily basis, I, you know, just know that we're in constant need of, of restoration. One day it's you, one next day it's me. We get to be uh, the doctor-patient, right? Yeah. If we get to do that, then I, I think that's what the Christian walk's all about. And that restoration then leads to peace, which is what we all want. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh uh, one uh, one thing that you yeah, please no yeah. no no I love doing yeah, I this I could, we can do this for my like, mind was starting to switch to let's do the like, Joe Rogan thing let's do the Joe three hours three man hours. come on let's go you good <laughs> you, can, you can cancel that no grab had, a right? mic grab a mic Pastor Daniel let's <laughs> jump in this man three hours yeah no um well you were talking about that that difference between real humility and a fake humility mm, and yes. and in just a minute ago we were talking about where. You know, that ambition can be poison, but it can yeah. also be that thing that brings you back. Yes. And and that's one of the things that because one thing that I am luckily self-aware on is as an artist, you know, I, I've done mm-hmm. video stuff. Mm-hmm. I've uh, practiced drawing and stuff and I, I take pride in my work. And the reason I do those things in the first place isn't just because I take pride. Mm-hmm. It's because I want some kind of recognition. Absolutely. We all do. You know? Yes. And. And like, like that's why I go hard on certain videos where I'm mm-hmm. like, and, and I'll, I'll pop in uh, just to see people's reactions. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I want. To, uh, and for the longest time, that was an unhealthy mm-hmm. obsession with approval. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that that I try to convey to the kids when when the idea of pride comes up, because we can only mm-hmm. preach our own experience. Right. Oh, absolutely. And so that's one of the things that I care about with the kids is I go, listen. When it comes to pride, should we not 
care about what we do. And they're like, no, of course not. I'm like, Absolutely. no, yeah. yeah. Everything you do, do unto the Lord. Mm -hmm. So obviously care about what you do. Yes. Is there anything wrong with going, man, I did a good job on that? Absolutely not. No. No. It's when you go, man, I did a good job on that. And that was all me. Right, 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 right. And that's right, what I try and right, tell the kids. Right. And only do it for right that. Right. Like, I got to do this and then put it out there and see how many likes I get or see exactly. how many people write. But, but I, I, that's such a great point, too, that you're making that there's that. That's a healthy humility. We mm. all want that, right? You know, one of the things I've learned in my own therapy is that everyone's a narcissist, right? We all have mm. different levels. Because narcissism, what it is, is just taking care of ourselves, right? Yeah. But some people go way to the extreme, right? And so it's, and so we all have that. And one of the things that in my own, you know, just to be transparent, I've wrestled with that big time, you know, needing approval. And that's why I went through that whole thing. I'm going to come off the stage and go straight home because I, I don't want to, I don't want to fall into that, you know, ever again. Um, but the whole thing about narcissism, it, it, it's okay to need that. But one of the things that she's helped me do is how do you take this narcissism, let's make it healthy, and how do you use your gifts to impact other people, right? right. But it's okay at the end because I, I realize, you know, for me, I love when my family affirms what I do. And so right after the message, right, matter of fact, my little family came backstage and they said, and that's all I wanted. My little daughter came up and said, good job, Daddy. <laughs> and that's, that's, it was, that was amazing, right? For you, it might be your wife or something, or your, your parents. Like you have two amazing parents when they tell you amazing job, right? And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Right. But it's that like you talk about it's that unhealthy obsession if it goes too far and then we say yeah that was all me right as opposed right. to like i think what you're saying is we got to give the the glory to god right exactly. that's the humility right yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. Great points, man. Thanks. You this too. is awesome. <laughs> this is fun. By the way, i want to tell our viewers, our listeners, you can't wait to see this trailer coming up oh, for the next this series. Is, this that's is all i'm going to say. I can't, I know. I can't I, i'm probably you you may have to edit that out, but i'm no, so no. excited. Hey, we didn't say anything. Yeah, we i didn't tell you, you what it was. Anything. I didn't tell you what it was, but, but the next trailer for the next series Amazing. Are they going to show that at Easter, by the way? They are. Oh, I was going to say. And that segues. <laughs> okay, here we go. Perfectly. <laughs> so if you did not watch Pastor JC's message on Sunday, I would highly recommend that you do. It was really great. You can find that on our YouTube channel, New Hope Eastlake. And right around the corner on April 9th is Easter Sunday. Yeah. Now, for those who are watching who are uh, part, of our, part of the church already, we would ask that uh, we are still looking for more volunteers as well as donations. Uh, we just sent an email out about that. Um, but if you are not yet plugged in and you are able to help out on Easter Sunday, we would really appreciate you signing up. And for those who aren't part of the church family quite yet, we would love to invite you guys to church on Easter Sunday. We have services at 8, 10, 12, and in Spanish at 2. So um, but yeah, other than that... Thank you for joining me. Pastor. Speaking of which, I want to say one last thing. The yeah. worship team was amazing this past Sunday. Yes, they were. Absolutely on fire. I, I didn't know hardly anyone on the, on the platform. That was very, yeah, it was the Expanders worship team, right? But it, it was amazing. It was cool to walk in and say, I don't know any of these people on the platform. That was so cool. Yeah. But it was it was a great Sunday. It was awesome. Anyway, thanks for having me. Yeah, today. of course. This was great. Thanks for watching. We'll, uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Bye.